0: listening to the build assets online podcast learn how you You. can build a diverse and sustainable income online from two brothers who actually do it now here are your hosts mike and joe
1: All right. How's it going, everyone? Joe and Mike here.
0: So, I'm so builded. down low. Are we live? I don't know if we're live, but whatever. Is this thing on? Oh, God, i got to adjust myself. look more professional for the camera. <laughs> I'm going to send this out to the Discord right now. So just wait
1: for some people to, to gather in here. Oh, I hear stuff.
0: So, oh, was that me? Hello. I think Nick is playing it on his phone. No, I think it's me on my phone. Oh. Sorry, everyone. Idiot. Wow. Uh, So here we are. We can see the chat's coming in. Sean said it's live. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Sean. Wait for people to roll in. Can we see how many many viewers we have currently? Three, four. Concurrent, concurrent means right now. Right. With current or concurrent is it. Are you asking me to current?
1: break down the the
0: word, like the prefix and all that? I don't know, but I know you hate when we start videos and we just talk about nothing, but today we don't have much of a choice because Well, it's better than the intro screen. It is better than the intro screen st- an intro screen. Yeah. So it's hard to talk when the pressure's on, you know? <laughs> You've had a lot of caffeine and you just got Got so much going on in the brain. Yeah, overload. It is overload.
1: <laughs> so
0: in this episode high ticket drop shipping
1: QA, we'll be taking your questions from the audience about uh and we'll be answering them. That's about it.
0: There will be questions and there will be answers.
1: Yeah. So, so. if you're in the chat, um start us with some questions. But in the meantime, Mike, maybe there's something we can talk about while people are waiting just to give them a little bit of entertainment.
0: So the original title here was going to be um Oh I think we, did we spell high ticket wrong? Yes, it? height. Okay, edit that. <laughs> there we go. Um we could also change the title
1: to after 20 million in sales, I think, because at this point We've done over twenty million in sales. Yes, yeah, put dollar put sign. Put a dollar sign.
0: M, are you? Yeah, do twenty million. I don't care.
1: I like the big number, but I think you spent a million wrong. Is there too many I's and L's? No, no, that's good. It's good. All right. All right. Well, I wouldn't say a period at the end, but that's another. <laughs> uh, that's another thing. So, all right, we got our first question here, Jessica Lugo. What are resources to drive traffic to sites? So. We always talk about the main traffic sources we use are Google, maybe a little bit of Bing, but A little not bit of really. Bing, <laughs> but a Bing, but a boom. But Mike, I think Jessica is touching on an important thing here because she's asking what are the resources used to drive traffic to sites. Uh, I see a lot of videos on YouTube and a lot of uh, professional digital marketers marketers talk about how you need to have diverse traffic sources. You shouldn't have all your traffic coming from Facebook or Instagram or Google. you got to be everywhere. But the truth is, is that Google is really the only good source of traffic for high-ticket dropshipping. Now, social media traffic has its place in other business models, but Google is going to be the best source of traffic, I feel, on the Internet because you have people searching for literally information about products, Or they're literally searching for product that they want to buy, like, in the near future. So you should put all your effort focusing on Google
0: and and search engines, I think. And the point is that it's evergreen. So when you're searching for movie movie theater seating, maybe someone, 100 people search for that a month. Well, it's 100 different people searching for the same thing month after month after month. So with Instagram and with Facebook and all that stuff, you're probably doing ads to, like, the same subset of people. Right. Um, but with this, it's like they're coming to you. So yeah, I mean, when it comes to diverse traffic sources, really, if you have organic traffic and you have paid traffic, that's all you need. And even when it comes to selling a website, just by having those two um, traffic sources, actually you're able to then build your email list and now you have email traffic. And so that's three traffic sources right there. And that's, that's enough for number one, a stable website and number two, a good multiple and a high sell price at the end of the day. Right. So
1: Jessica says Google – well, first she says, I don't want to pay influencers to drive traffic (laughs) that's not sustainable. You're absolutely right. What Mike just said is that in search engines, in Google, people search for the same things month after month, year after year. So it is the ultimate uh, definition of sustainable traffic because you get the searches coming in every week, every month, and if you're in the position – to have a product or a page to meet those searches, then you're in a good spot. But then Jessica says, Google has many products. What product or tool are Google are you referring to? And then she says keyword here that you're talking about. So you're right, Google does have many products, many different ways, well I wouldn't call it products, I would say many different ways to get in front of users. So I guess a quick overview here is Google has Google Shopping, in the U.S. and in some countries, Google has um, text ads, and Google has organic search results. And honestly, they each have their place in the buying funnel.
0: Yeah, and I was checking my my phone for a second because I'm not sure if our did the email go out, Joe. As far as I know, I, I think I sent it. Did you not see it? I didn't see it there, but we'll talk about that. I'll I'll, I'll talk. Can... You check that because I don't know what's going on. Let's see if I can get
1: the email out here.
0: Yeah, Google has many products. Yeah, I mean, so there's YouTube, there's display ads, there's. Um,
1: it's very vague what you're <laughs> describing. How can we be? How can we be specific? I mean, I feel like.
0: Yeah, run run Google text ads. Run Google shopping ads. Then you can do YouTube ads later, but that's that's down the line. Shopping ads and text ads, is all you need to create. Um, a six-figure business.
1: Yeah. So so she says we're, she says we're being vague, and in my mind. We're not being vague, but maybe it's because we've done this for, for so long. So maybe to you it doesn't seem that clear. Um, so like when, I, when I'm telling you that search engines have the highest intent traffic, maybe you don't understand that. What I mean is that people are searching for products to buy on search engines and they're searching for it every month. So it's it's sustainable. And search engines, when you search for a product, there's multiple things on the search engine results page that, um, that, that come up. So you have the Google shopping ads at the top, then you have text ads at the top. These are positions that people are paying for in search engines. And then you have the organic search results below that
0: most of the time. So I don't know how to be more clear. Um, Yeah. I don't know what she's talking about. Some folks pay Hercules to drive traffic. No, I mean, you just drive the traffic yourself. We don't pay ad agencies, we don't use any tools, you just use the you know, dot com. And that's really uh Yeah all you need. Did you see what I'm saying with the email though?
1: Yeah, it says it's preparing to send um yeah. The I'm just looking up this Hercules thing. Yeah, it was sent eight minutes ago, actually. Hmm. The uh our our VA, Josh, seemed to have opened it. And maybe it's still it's still going out there. But I'm just looking at this Hercules stuff. I have no idea what this is. Y- you don't want to mess with stuff like this. Like, literally, what Mike said is just go to ads.google.com and get started there. And that's really all you need to uh, to do. Like, you don't need anything. People get so confused and so twisted up and thinking, like, you need all these special things. but. Really don't need anything else.:
0: I think it also plays into the mindset of there's some tool that's going to just get the job done for you and it's going to get you where you want to go right because I had that mindset as well. Maybe there's a tool I'm missing that's preventing us from going from you know five thousand dollars a month in sales to fifty thousand. maybe we're just one tool away. yeah, but typically the tool is your your noggin yeah your mind is the your greatest noodle. weapon. what do they say the pen the mind the pen is mightier than the sword
1: yeah there you go so you don't need the ads.google.com is great (laughs) than the tool exactly oh man this live stream is really flopping I don't don't know what happened
0: because usually we got people in here before we even start maybe we didn't give enough notice I see the email came through maybe I was looking in the wrong email
1: yeah I feel like sometimes it just takes a while for people to uh, to join for some reason. I'm not sure exactly why,
0: but it's all good. So, what else you have to say, Joa, about high ticket dropshipping? <clears throat> you know, Mike,
1: I feel like I am so thankful for this uh, this business model because without mm-hmm. it, I really feel like I wouldn't understand anything about online marketing and how to do it properly. And I I feel like it really sets you up for like achieving – if you're just an average person, I feel like it really sets you up for achieving proficiency in in online business building and as such achieving financial freedom because when you're going after search engine traffic and doing it profitably, you're – it's like the key. Like you get the key to the door and you've opened the the door and – There it is. Yeah,
0: it's like the... I'd say it's the gateway drug to to online business because it's like you said, there's really nothing else you can do that you don't have to know about creating a funnel or doing all these other things that... When I think of online marketing and like the Warrior Forum and all this stuff, it it involves copywriting and it involves just all these sales tactics. This is so simple. Someone wants a rug... You show up in ads for the rug, they come to your website and they buy the rug. Yeah. That's it. And after that, you can learn the copywriting on the fly. You can learn about email marketing on the fly. It's just, yeah, when people want to start out, anything you do, there's going to be upfront cost. And so the longer you go not making that money back, the less realistic your chance of success becomes. Yeah.
1: And if you try and start with a business model that you need to understand copywriting and you need to understand sales psychology and like all of this, this kind of stuff, I feel like you're not going to be that successful in the long term. You can understand, you can learn all that stuff later. But like, you know, I look at some of the popular internet marketers out there, like Russell Brunson, for example. And it's just like you're one funnel away from your biggest success or whatever, or one funnel away from, Whatever the end result is. And uh, to make a profitable funnel like that
0: is really, really hard. Yeah, he's not wrong by saying that. Yeah. Because you could have one funnel that makes you millions and millions of dollars, but how many funnels are you going to have to fail at before you get to that one funnel? Whereas anytime we've made a dropshipping store, it's typically made sales within the first week or two at most. And you're kind of off to the races from there. Whereas if you're running a funnel traffic, it's typically like you have one offer, you're running some sort of demographic traffic to that offer, and if it doesn't sell, then you probably spent a lot of money to get nothing back, and it's like you gotta you gotta right. go ahead and tweak from there.
1: I think you're out. What you said about the number of offers, I feel like is really what it comes down to. A high ticket drop shipping store allows you to have Hundreds and thousands of offers that you're advertising all at once to you know high
0: intent traffic yeah. that's interested in buying it. Whereas, yeah, you, know, you could never do that anywhere else. No, there's no other think circus. about that. What I said, think about that. You have thousands and thousands of offers all spread around the interwebs that are exactly what people are looking for. Yeah, so you're selling a rug. People are out there looking for rugs. It's not some vague info product about, you know, your personal training or your gym stuff yeah. that you don't need to learn how to convince someone that they need. Right. People need physical products. They've already come to that conclusion. Right. I, I need this chair. I need this table. I need this mic. Exactly. Uh, Jessica asks, what's the average cost for a dropshipping business
1: startup and to build a quality setup? Do you guys think you can do it without a funnel? Well, that's exactly what we're saying here is that you don't need a funnel. You just literally need a Shopify store. And, um, you know, the average cost to set up a high-ticket dropshipping store the way we teach is, you know, besides for, like, your Shopify subscription and you're, like, setting up your business, which the costs are pretty minimal, um, there's really no cost, but it's good to have, I would say, like, two or 3000 in advertising uh, budget plus, like, a credit card just to buy the products
0: Yeah. If you can have a couple thousand bucks set aside, then you're in pretty good shape. I mean, that's what we started out with. Just, uh. Yeah. Two thousand, three thousand in the account. I remember when we opened it. Yeah. You were wearing like a a big, like, fisherman hat. (laughs) What? That's what you were wearing. Was I? Yeah. You were wearing some pretty eccentric clothing. I thought you just got back from
1: Thailand and we had like the Thai pants.
0: We had Thai pants on. And you're wearing like a like a big uh, like bucket hat almost, pretty eccentric stuff. Maybe it was sunny out, but you know sometimes you gotta look the part. Yeah, you know you gotta you gotta fake it till you make it. Yeah, you walk in there looking like uh, an eccentric CEO businessman just got back from (laughs) from Burning Man, and uh, that's what all high ticket drop shippers look like. Yeah, I mean look at me. I got these ridiculous shoes on. I got these ridiculous socks on. And uh, I got this ridiculous shirt on. That's what it's all so, about. I thought
1: by wearing this shirt. Speaking of ridiculous, you know that show Ridiculousness? Yeah.
0: I, apparently Rob Deerdeck is like quite the business. Uh, I mean, look over. at him. Yeah, he's, he has clothing companies. He's got mm-hmm. multiple successful TV shows.
1: I, I watched this thing how he really kind of like took advantage of MTV and like. He's like they're, you know, he's like the only show in there that people watch or something.
0: Seventy so, percent of MTV's view time is ridiculousness. Wow. I mean, you could probably chalk that up to MTV getting lazy, because they're not really showing music. I think about, yeah, I mean, you know, you have these shows. You got to produce the shows. You got to do all this, this extra work. Ridiculousness is you're just taking other people's content. Yeah. He's got a studio. And he's got Rob deck running around uh, showing the videos. So it's probably just. And then Chanel West Coast. Being like, <laughs> 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 so I don't know. What are you going to do?
1: But, you know, it's nice. to. It, I, I. It's a nice show to have on. I feel like it's kind of like nostalgic in a way. Like it's kind of s- stupid, but it's like I feel like I'm back in my youth when I'm watching that.
0: I haven't seen that show in quite a long time. It's sometimes on at our parents' house, I feel like. Yeah, like our uncle will watch it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, he watches that show a lot. <laughs> but anyway, back to dropshipping. What else is there to say? I don't know. I need people to ask questions in the chat. Even if you don't have a question, just ask one. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's getting mad. Ridiculousness is curating TikToks. Yeah, exactly. Who was the guy? Uh, Tosh.0. Oh, he paved the way for modern television. Like reaction style things. So have you seen Ridiculousness recently? Like, is it just TikToks?
1: That I don't know. I haven't seen it like that recently. I feel like I just seen it on
0: at our parents' house or something. Yeah, you don't have to have any attention span to watch it. Yeah, where where have we gone as a society that the TV is now just the social media that is showing you the social media clips?
1: Yeah. Even on The View, like, if you watch The View, I think it's like, let us know what you think on Twitter. send us a tweet at the view and let us know
0: yeah exactly and that's that's where media is going these days but even still joe should a dropshipper be getting on tiktok (laughs) no no you shouldn't be if you're trying to sell expensive
1: products then I, i don't i think tiktok is uh
0: gonna be a waste of your time i think so too I think Google is like the little engine that could. I think it's a pretty big engine. It's a big engine, but it's it's littler than it seems because people use Google so much in everyday life that they actually don't even recognize it. Right. Think about how many times you do a Google search a day. Google knows my deepest and darkest thoughts. (laughs) But you get what I'm saying, though. People are going on Google without even thinking about they're using an app. Google knows all my mental tics, all my medical conditions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They got the file on you for sure. (laughs) But. (laughs) No,
1: but good point. Yeah. (laughs) When
0: you go on TikTok, you know you're going on TikTok. Like, oh, my screen time is eight hours. I spent it all on TikTok. Yeah. When you're going to buy something. Even recipes, there's so many times like, you know, uh, you know my fiance, whatever, will see something on TikTok, and I'll look up. She'll look up the recipe on Google, right? And there you have it. Back to it Google. all leads back. It all leads back to Google. It all leads back. Yeah. So, so
1: so when it comes to diversifying your traffic sources, I feel like that's kind of nonsense. Like, you don't need to diversify your tracking traffic sources. You just need to master. The best one.
0: Yeah, exactly. And there is only one at this point. And they're going to be around for a long time. They have a very strong foothold in reality, as it were. Yeah. So, Sean asked, Do you guys have any characteristics of products slash niches you wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole?
1: Yeah, so I think if there's a product that's, like, really, really dominated by... uh name brands that sell their own thing. Like, I think a mattress is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Ma- mattress, yeah, the, uh, the mattress industry is ridiculousness on its own. But I think that you have so many companies just trying to sell you, like, foam and springs under a different name, like Purple and uh, what, is, what is the other ones?
0: Casper. Casper. Isn't there Ghost Bed or some, something? I don't know. They'd be copying Casper pretty hard if they did that. The Sattva. <laughs> yeah, so that's an entirely different industry, and it is a um, direct-to-consumer type industry. Now, you've had it you know, disrupted by Purple and all these.
1: Right, but I think the point about it is, is like the, yeah, those
0: industries, they, they
1: always go direct, the supplier direct to the consumer, and it almost is, getting back to the funnel thing, uh... The mattress industry is – they're all these direct-to-consumer companies trying to create, like, their own funnel about, like, how their mattress is, is, is special.
0: And I don't think you can't do it. I think it's just such a pain in the ass. It's not worth doing. There's so many other things you can do. Like, if you think about mattresses, if you just think about the the bedroom as a whole, there's right. so many other things you could sell, like the, the bed frame or the – you know, whatever the – is it a bed frame? Or is the bed frame like the thing under the mattress? I don't know. But I'm thinking about the big wood things you put the mattress on. I don't know. Those can get expensive. You got the nightstands. You got whatever. The mirrors. Yeah. Just just sell those instead. Yeah. I don't know exactly what the things under the bed are called. Like the box spring? I I don't even know. But I remember when we used to sell mirrors. That was a great niche. That was one that I actually wish we uh, did more of. I mean, it's not too late. Yeah. Our non-compete is, uh, is uh, now expired for that. So we can go back into mirrors. I feel like our non-compete for that was kind of gone
1: a long time ago, given the fact that the store changed hands 10 million times. Yeah,
0: that's, that's true too. Uh, Jessica Lugo said, what is the best resource to find products to sell, to consider for dropshipping? So... We talked about Can
1: I point something out real quick? She uses the word resource as if there's like a tool or yeah, a place. Yeah. And I think that uh, mindset is probably what's what's holding you back here because you know, we've done many videos on this and the best place to find products to
0: sell to consider high ticket drop shipping is you know where the products are being sold. Exactly. And that is Google or that is other e-commerce sites that are selling um, high-ticket products. So if you think about what we just said, like a bed frame. So if you just search bed frame on Google, you look at the shopping results or you look at the text edit results where you would go and advertise if you were to sell this product, you would see you know, who's selling it, what the price points are. Maybe there's other products we're not thinking of right now that correspond, that you can kind of craft a little store around, um, see which brands are out there. And so that's that's your resource right there because we're talking about real-life stuff. And so, like, dropshipping, that's the point we're trying to make here is it's become this sort of uh, industrialized cookie-cutter type thing where it's like this, this buzzword. Right. You're going to do a dropshipping store. You need the tools. You need the... What, you need the AliExpress app or whatever. The there's hell it all is. sorts of tools that like. Well, you they, need the worldwide brands. You need.
1: Yeah, but there's tools that like scan, like they'll scan social media and see like what dropshipping products are like hot. You know, they're getting a yeah. lot of interaction on social media, and so yeah, there isn't a whole industry around these tools. Um, I don't think we use, like, we literally use no tools for our for our dropshipping stores.
0: Yeah, just apps on the Shopify store that help us with our website, but as far as like using tools for creating the business and like scouting out how we're going to do the business, no, we don't we don't need anything of that uh of that nature.
1: Right. The only tool we use is Ahrefs like for SEO purposes, I'd say. But Yeah,
0: when you're doing SEO, you do need to bring in some tools because you need to do like analytics on what's ranking and
1: yeah, I mean that's even arguable. If you
0: need the tools, it's
1: nice. To, it's a good to have.
0: You're but. right. You're right. You don't need the tools. You can just kind of um, write articles and use Google like autocomplete and stuff like that. Yeah, um, that'd be a good video actually. How do we how to do SEO without any tools?
1: Yeah, yeah, um, it's a good video.
0: But Jakey, Jakey G asked, "You tried affiliate marketing?" Question mark.
1: Yes, we make a decent amount every month from multiple types of affiliate marketing, uh, including Amazon affiliate marketing, ClickBank, um, Skimlinks. We deal with a lot of different affiliate marketing routes and uh, make money
0: from those. Man, our viewers
1: suck. No one's watching this.
0: Yeah, I don't know what it is. Usually we're hovering at least uh, 15, 12. Yeah. Something's going on here. Huh. I wonder what it is. What the out the kinks? I blame Nick. We only have 0.2% drop frames. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what these technical, technical words are, but I'll take your word for it. At least they're going to come out high quality, Jim. Yeah. We got to just make these videos for ourselves, you know.
1: <laughs> no one takes our advice anyway.
0: That's true. So let's just lay it all out there. I like Jessica's uh, next question here. Do you offer any
1: do-it-for-you services? Well, or do you think these are scams? (sighs) We don't offer any at the moment. I mean, maybe we should. I feel like a lot of people want them, but, like, we could do it for you, but I think you're better off
0: kind of doing it yourself. Yeah, I think it's, again, just playing into the point of you know, like a tool isn't going to be able to do it for you. Someone else isn't going to be able to do it for you. We know so many people that have done these done-for-you type services and they wind up getting screwed over from it because it's just no one can implement something as well as you can. And maybe you can't implement it well the first time around, but the way that you actually get better at things is just doing something and then failing. Yeah, yeah. Jessica, so. if you
1: go to our website, buildassetsonline.com, and just click Elite Fleet Plus at the top, um, you know we don't do for you services right now, but we have a bunch of, I think, good packages to where you can work with us, and we'll give you like personalized help in our Elite Fleet Discord channel. Um, uh, you know, that's worked really well for some of our students. We've had students that have basically utilized that and sold their store for multi-six figures, over $500,000 etc. So, I mean, that's really the best way to go about it. Now they can do whatever they want. Now they know the steps.
0: Yeah. So whether whether a done-for-you package is a scam or not, it's just typically you're paying for someone to do something for you, but they they just can't generate the same results long-term that you'd right. be able to do for yourself.
1: I think whether it's a scam or not kind of misses the, the point. Yeah. It's like... Maybe they're implementing something for you, but maybe it'll work for a little bit. But Are you going to be able to
0: grow it? Are you going to be able to sustain it? Yeah, like we could charge $20,000 and set up a Shopify store and, you know, upload products and, and do stuff with suppliers. But I don't feel like long term people would get the same level of results as if they just spent a couple months learning how to do it themselves and, right, you know, working your way through it. Right. Like I, I can do your homework for you. You're still not going to, you know, it's not going to improve your, uh, your knowledge. Yeah. That, that type of thing. Nikki says, I feel like notice has not gone out. Let me, uh, let me see. <sighs>
1: let me check my phone. I want to see if it even comes up, like, three viewers. We got to stop this. <laughs>
0: huh. Interesting.
1: No, it comes up, like, first thing. For me. Yeah.
0: I don't know what no, no one cares about us anymore. Yeah. But. What are you going to do? In any event, um, Jessica said, I'll check it out. I followed your channel based on assessment of another channel strategy using TikTok for traffic. I definitely want guidance with the Sustainable Foundation. Yeah, when you're going out and doing TikTok, I don't know, um, I don't know, man. These things are so hit or miss. And that's really the problem. It's like AliExpress, Facebook ads, TikTok. It's the allure of seeing people that have had really successful TikToks and just yeah. Done, you know, people have built brands off TikTok for sure, but the actual chance of you doing that is low. So that's that's the point we're getting at here. I'd rather be able to build a business that makes a couple thousand dollars and do that with consistency versus doing something where either you make barely anything or you make just a, a shitload of money. That's, that's yeah. more like gambling. It's more like a roulette wheel.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure there is a method to being successful on TikTok, but again... I don't know – I think very few people are going to be able to do it consistently. And maybe if you can do it consistently, you're not going to be able to do it consistently every single time. Like, we know like when we build viral. a dropshipping website – Yeah, like, not every video you make is going to go, like, viral. Like, you're going to – say your advert, you want to sell, like, some sort of random thing. You're going to have to do a lot of testing to mm-hmm. get something that works. For us, we don't really have to do any testing. Mm-hmm. Like, we know – Pretty much without fail, what's going to work, what's going to not work.
0: Mm-hmm. Shane Pritchard, when it comes to SEO, do you recommend a separate blog or integrating your blog with your dropshipping site?
1: At this point, I would definitely recommend integrating it. You don't want to – we've done separate blogs before. Uh, you know, they they both can be good, but I think it's just best to integrate it. Keep it simple. You know, you have the tracking you – know, the, the that way you can easily retarget – but you have to be tactical about like what kind of pages you make on your site like you don't want to you know say you're selling say you're selling mattresses or something um it, it can be easy to fall into the trap of making content that's not super anywhere in the funnel of anyone looking to buy a mattress so you don't want to make content about like you know how to dr- like dreaming something about like dreaming or like you want to make content about like thing information related to mattresses, like mattress sizes and, mm-hmm. you know, different types of mattresses for maybe different weights, weights or something like that. Um, You'd be really careful about how you make your content when you're doing it on your drop shipping store domain because you're not going to be making any money through ads the way you would with like a WordPress blog or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, would you open a supermarket?
1: No. Why not? Uh, you got to manage all that inventory, like reorder,
0: stuff like that. I have no idea how those types of things make money. Um, well, it's
1: more than just selling products. Like like if you go into a su- – well, first of all, this is a whole <laughs> separate conversation. But, like, you know, people say, like, shop the uh, – the outside of the supermarket, you know, that cliche. Yeah. That's where all like the um uh, the healthier food is. Whereas if you go on like the inside, you're looking at like fruit roll ups and like yeah, yeah all that sorts of sort of stuff. So like in that thinking about that, a lot of the money in the supermarket is made like kind of I guess repurposing like ingredients and like like adding value to ingredients. And then those companies will, like, rent out, like, the shelf space. You know what I'm saying?
0: So the, co- the companies are getting paid for the shelf? Like, the supermarket is getting paid by Fruit Roll-Up?
1: Yeah, for, like, the shelf space. And that's why, like, there's, like, a lot of acquisitions in the food industry. Because whoever owns Fruit Roll-Up, I don't know who it is, but, like... Probably like, Nabisco or something. Yeah, say it's, like, Nabisco. They have the contracts with all the supermarkets for, like, the shelf space. So then they'll acquire another company... And then, you know, they have the scale of the shelf space and all that kind of... It's a whole nother It's a whole
0: thing. So, so I don't you, know. You wouldn't buy one.
1: No, but there is this Eastern European supermarket that I just found that has a lot of... Uh, it's not even a supermarket. It's like a little shop. They have a lot of, like, jarred goods. So, I just got, like, a, like a, like a big-ass jar of, like, roasted red peppers. I thought that was...
0: That's nice. Yeah. Well... In any event, we're 36, <laughs> 37 minutes in, so... If people start piling in at, like, 45 minutes, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> and that always happens, too. I was going to say we we can cut it off and just, uh... Yeah. Cut it off. We'll see how we, uh... <laughs> delete See <this>. what happens. <laughs> no, don't delete it. Maybe delete it, but... We might have to delete it. I don't know. <laughs> in any event, um... Yeah, I just wanted to come on here and test I the wonder, connection. I wonder if it's
1: because we have a bad concept for the stream. Maybe people don't want to see a Q&A.
0: What do they want to see? They want to see high-ticket drop shipping products. They just want answers? They don't want to ask questions?
1: No, I guess not. I don't know. Or like an interview. I don't know.
0: Possible. That's why, you know, we come in here... We make the videos, we see what sticks, and uh, that's it. Yeah. So, in any event.
1: Well, at least Jessica got something out of it. Yeah. Good for you, Jessica. Been dying for a QA <laughs> on this topic. Well, if you have more questions, we'll stick around for a little a little longer. I'm, I'm here. <clears throat> Land ducks. I'm here to serve. Land ducks, lol.
0: So strange. Hmm. Okay. I thought the thumbnail was good too. Maybe it's a thumbnail. Maybe it's a. Uh, people aren't used to. Yeah, it's particularly. Oh, so, so we got
1: some questions rolling. In. Lots of people tell me to use TikTok or legendary marketers. Two things I'm not interested interested in. Okay. I'll, I'll say. I guess I'll reiterate the thing. Forget tools. All you need to do is get the right product, the product that people are searching for, in front of them at the time they're searching on Google, and that is the way you will make consistent sales week over week, month over month. If you're doing any sort of thing where you're buying marketing services services, or you're using social media ads, to try and go viral, you will have so many failures and you will never have consistent sales. I'm looking
0: at this legendary marketer thing. What the hell is this? Yeah. So, Jessica, like I'm, I'm actually
1: glad Jessica came on the uh, the stream here because <laughs> you're going to waste a lot of time and probably a lot of money with this stuff. You know, maybe if you become super skillful, you can make this kind of social media marketing work. But long term, I really want you to focus on being successful at search engine marketing, which is what we teach in connection with how it connects to drop shipping. So that's the way, that's the way to consistency. Don't even think about any of this stuff. Get your mind off of tools, whatever. You don't need that.
0: Yeah. I feel bad because it's like, she's trying to find answers and she's kind of just being directed to like a bunch of, uh, bullshit. Yeah. You know, I, I gotta pay for this tool. I gotta pay for that tool. And none of those things are going to, none of those things are going to do it for you. You just gotta, you gotta, uh, figure it out yourself and
1: yeah there are people that like anyone that uses search anyone that knows how to do search engine marketing can create consistent income month over month over month you know it's it's just that easy yeah or it's that simple i don't want to say it's easy but it's it's simple and it's easy to
0: understand the concept yeah uh Shane said i think it would be helpful to have more notice before the Q&A for what it's worth Okay. Yeah, possible. Possible.
1: That's true. I mean, people like will post on like the YouTube community or whatever, and you know yeah. they'll say like we're going live at blah blah blah. We could do that next time, definitely.
0: Yeah, we'll have to uh, re-strategize after this. <clears throat> Land ducks, can you lay out some expectations for your first year? Uh, drop shipping.
1: I guess so. I mean, it is the high-ticket dropshipping Q&A.
0: So first year, I mean, we've seen students go from zero and then after a year have a site that they can sell for six figures. So whether this is is what happens to you or not, the results are pretty variable because I think it comes down to your experience level going into it. A lot of those people that do really well instantly – are those that have had some sort of trial and error in another business model, whether that was something in like real estate or they had a, like a Ali express, Ali express like low ticket dropshipping business or something else. Because generally when you start with online marketing, you're going to go through some level of failure because there's so many things, so many little things that you just don't know. And so by having, you know, the elite fleet and, everything we do at build assets online we try and cut down on that uh on that time by you know helping you one on one and kind of patching up all those little details so but by the end of one year at the very least <clears throat> if you haven't hit say a month where you make $5000 i would consider in profit, that a, in profit in profit yeah like yeah. one month you make $5000 at least i would consider that a bit of a disappointment
1: right and it's important to understand that like your success in the first year, the beginning of this is a bit of a, a sprint. So like when you first set up your site, it's that's like 95% of the work, I would say. Yeah. Like the, the BS grunt work. Yeah. The beginning of the, of setting up your site and developing supplier relationships, depending on how, uh, how much you do of that in the first month, two months, that's going to determine what happens the next 11, 12
0: months exactly the rest is just tweaking ads and just contacting suppliers and just repeating that process yeah so it kind of just depends on when you hit that uh that home run whether it's having that one supplier that does well or really cracking the code in terms of how to run ads but even but it's not really a home run it's something that you're building
1: sustainably over time and tweaking over time so it's you know the the, the trajectory we see of of the way we build stores it's not like like a home
0: run and then down it's like slow, consistent, up, 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 up. Right. Yeah. And when I say home run, I mean, sometimes you get suppliers that are good, but they're not great. Yeah. And sometimes you get a really good supplier that it's easy to sell for good margins, et cetera. I consider that a home run, but yeah, I don't mean it in the instance of like, uh, you got this one product and it just explodes and then it goes down. It's just right something that makes your life easier. Right. So we've certainly done things the hard way. We've made stores where it's just so saturated. It's just hard to run ads. It's expensive. And we've still, we've still had those $5,000 months on those stores. I think we've even made sales on those stores for like $10,000 plus profit. But it's just, we were operating on hard mode. So Jessica Lugo says,
1: I agree with your approach. It's lunch hour here on the East Coast. Not sure where you're based out of. We are on the East Coast as well. If you have a West Coast audience, maybe the delay... Maybe that's why not that many people on the stream today. That's true. We usually stream at like 3 o'clock, don't we? I have to go back and check. Not sure. Yeah, I think we do usually stream at like 3 o'clock, typically. But what are you going to do? I have to optimize. Yeah, that's all right. You know. <laughs> got to fail forward. I'll tell you uh, one thing that's kind of ironic is that we're pretty terrible at social media marketing and that includes on youtube i'll be the first to admit it yeah there's a lot of the a lot of the other people that do drop shipping on youtube i watch some of their videos and i'm like oh man they are so
0: they are so slick thanks guys helps not going into going into this blind to expectations yeah i don't know because we usually got like the usual people in here you know we got uh the guy who calls us bald yeah, Joel. Yeah, 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 Joel's his name. Jessica says, "If I was in the office, I'd never make this stream."
1: That's interesting. Maybe we should do it more after hours. I don't know. We'll
0: have to tweak it. Well, yeah, we'll have to figure something out. Bring Nick in on the late night. Shame maybe, we, to- maybe we just do the live streams from our house. I mean, it could yeah. be the better the better path. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, improving batting average percent sounds like a good comparison for the process over time. I never played baseball, so I can't. I can't say. I did play baseball. I was so bad. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever
1: hit the ball. That's nice. Like, it's, um... Yeah, I don't think I've ever hit the ball. Interesting. Yeah, batting average, I don't know. Yeah. I Can't say that. Jessica says, yeah, the other is a master's in social media. I'd rather make money without a strong social media presence. Um... I'd rather not show my f- – I don't want to show my face. What the hell yeah, when you build it? high-ticket dropshipping websites, you don't have to show your face. <laughs> Wait, what uh, Art- Artemis, I do high-ticket. I'm in the mini-split niche.
0: What does that mean? I have no idea. AC. I'm looking it up now. Mini-split? Yeah, when I search mini-split, it's like AC or um, heat pump, air conditioner. It's Like some sort of HVAC system or something, like AC and heaters, like a split, I guess, like a split, a split system. Yeah, let me see. Like,
1: that's interesting. I've actually never seen that before.
0: Um, yeah, it's like AC units, air basically. conditioning. I mean, huh? I mean, if you do, you already have these suppliers lined up, or are you just getting started? Yeah, because I mean. My main concern here would be getting the suppliers to actually let you sell their stuff because I don't know how it goes with installation and whatnot. Usually you need like an AC guy to do the the install, right? Like you can't just put in a uh Yeah. An AC unit.
1: Yeah, I I don't know that much about this industry. I guess the question is, do you have the suppliers and are they ready to uh to ship?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Just scoped out your package deals. So yeah, let us know about the air conditioning thing and we'll give you more Information Like, do you have the suppliers? That's question one. I have one supplier. I, I think it's definitely a, a product line worth exploring. I wouldn't build a whole store specific to air conditioners.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but if you have that one supplier, that's kind of all you need to get started. And then if you can make sales with that, you can go to all the other suppliers and say, hey, I'm selling this guy. Let me in. So that, that's pretty interesting because I would I would have never tried something like that because I feel like it would be complicated with the installation. But if I'm thinking that, everyone else is probably thinking something similar, so you could really uh, yeah. do well with that. And probably, I mean, obviously you have like Home Depot and stuff. I looked it up. Bigger stores. They're not doing like blog posts. They're not doing... Yeah, things like mini split versus whatever. I have to really I mean, we'd have to really take a look
1: at your site and go into detail like for what you were doing and can give you a better answer. But I mean, on the surface, it sounds interesting.
0: Yeah, so I'm interested to hear more about it. If uh,
1: (laughs) I was feeling guilty because I copied the niche to a guy that helped me before. That's not not nice. I mean, look, at this point, I thought we heard of every high ticket dropshipping product there was, but I guess I'm kind of wrong there.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I guess uh, see, there we go. We had Dan Z here. See, I don't know. We're fifty minutes in, Joe, and this is where yeah the views are piling. I don't know what the it's so annoying.
1: I think we might have to do a more uh, alerting people ahead of time, because yeah. it's probably they just they log into YouTube. You know, it's not like everyone's ready on YouTube when we go live. They should
0: be. <laughs> Land Ducks has many splits on his site. Art NFTs copied Land Ducks. Jesus. And they're here duking it out in the chat. Uh, so I, 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 apparently, what are the chances, Joe? We got we got 12 people in here. Two people are doing this random thing. I don't know. It seems like maybe it was on some sort of list somewhere. I don't know. That's, that's possible. Uh, Jessica said, I just scoped out your package deals for the 30-day guaranteed. Is that enough time to see profits, or do profits occur in the past 30 days? I mean, it's obviously up to your work ethic, and... Your skill level. I'll say, in our experience, when we first started dropshipping, we built our first store within two weeks and we made sales that first day running ads, and so we were seeing profit. Yeah, within does. within two weeks. But we really worked hard at it, and um, yeah, it's kind of. I think I think it's enough time if you put the the hours in, but. Yeah. It varies. I think so. I
1: would. You know, you said you have like a full-time job and, and everything like that. I mean, so I don't know how much work you can do in a day because the first, I'd say the first one to two months are the most intensive work process. But then once you get it up, once you get it uh, going, then it's pretty much smooth sailing and something you can rinse and repeat. But um, I would say is, what I could say conf- confidently, and I, I'm not trying to uh, to sell you on this, is that if you invest in our course and you actually implement it, Whether it takes you 30 days, whether it takes you 60 days, whether it takes you six months, you're going to be learning skills that you can use over and over and over again to make multiple different websites, make multiple different online business models, really develop a holistic understanding of how to make money online in a consistent way and how to build websites that you can sell. So, I mean, I can pretty much... I can say with confidence, like, like with a really, really high degree of confidence that that is the best way to, to go about it. Like invest yeah. in something where you're going to learn how to build websites that you can sell. And that's exactly what, what we do. Cause it's not just about the first
0: 30 days. It's about like the next couple years. Right. And you also got our one-on-one help there. So that's yeah, and we help, help you iron, one-on-one in the- ironing things out, but yeah, it's like, it's not a race, but yeah, I mean, if you feel like it's, it's shit after 30 days and you know, then you can go do your own thing. But yeah, I mean, versus like a different tool or there's no, there's no tool that's going to solve your problems. Really. It's just, you have to cultivate the skills. And even if that takes you a year, I think about how long it takes to get a a stupid bachelor's degree. Yeah. And then those things, you don't learn anything. And you go to, you go to a job and you're starting from zero all over again. Yeah. Put another four years to get promoted to whatever, another position. You're already eight years in. People are are so short-sighted when it comes to online marketing and what you can do in, in two years. Because if you think about it, we started doing this seriously in 2016, I would say.
1: Yeah, and, and I'm thinking about – I'm, like, really thinking about Jessica's questions because I feel like – we are just talking to Nick about this with instruments. Is that, like, we've been doing this so long, I feel like I almost forgot what it's like to be in the shoes of the complete beginner. You know, I feel like she wants some sort of reassurance that – You know, we're going to like give her like or I don't know that she's going to be able to press a button and it's all going to like, yeah, I don't know. I don't like I feel like she's in the state. She's in the in the in the frame of mind where she doesn't know what's going on. Like she's seen all these YouTube videos, different people talking about these different marketing things you have
0: to do. And
1: I feel like there's probably a lot of confusion going on uh,
0: in her head. We were the same way. I mean, if you take it back to seven years ago, we'd go on the Warrior Forum and we'd buy a random product that's like how to sell software and make $10,000 a month. Yeah. And we were always looking for like that one thing that would just, just click and be super easy and get us to that goal of, you know, whatever income we were trying to make. Yeah. But... Jessica says, can you set up a website that's
1: pretty much on autopilot? What's the degree of maintenance involved for these sites? So... Yes, but remember that you're building like an actual business here. So, you know, there's going to be a thing like if you have a website like one of ours that's doing like 300 to 400,000 in sales a month, every month, you know, we have virtual assistants, we have a sales uh, guy kind of manning the ship of the website that, you know, there is customer management involved, but you, you're building a business and, and a business is going to, like, the bigger it gets, you're going to need people in there doing stuff for it. So,
0: yeah, there's a, there's not going to be anything that is, like, completely autopilot indefinitely. We've right. taken weeks off. Like, we, we can go on month-long vacations if we wanted to. And, you know, you check in on your phone with, you know, your VAs, whatever. Right. You do maybe an hour of work a day. Like, is that autopilot to you, or do you want something where it's just infinitely making money without your input and, like, because yeah. that, that's never going to happen. Right, it could be autopilot. I mean, yeah, the answer is yes, it could be autopilot, but it's not
1: like a – there's nothing out there that's like a push-button system where you just press the button
0: and it's on autopilot. Like, you have to make it autopilot. Yeah, like, right now you want the push-button profits, and you're never going to get there. The closest thing you can – the closest – Thing you could do to that is to actually spend the time eating shit as gary v would say to like build the skill and then <laughs> and then you have something close enough to that but it's going to take a lot of time of not not autopilot at all you're gonna have to man the ship for as long as it takes until you figure it out and then once you figure it out then uh yeah you know, you could be set basically for for life potentially. But one of the other one of the other good things is like if you're doing high ticket
1: dropshipping, you just need a couple sales a month to make a good amount of profit per month. So,
0: like you have to manage a ton a ton of um, sales. So <laughs> laughing at Landuck's message. Art NFTs asked us about uh, massage chairs, and then Land Duck said, "Art NFTs over here selling mas- massage chairs while being cooled off by mini splits in his shop." <laughs> <laughs> uh massage chairs are good but i think it's something that's more common than you think it's a good price point but if we pulled up the google trends for massage chairs i think it would show they're only they're very seasonal would be my guess because when do you buy a massage chair it's like something you go to sharper image for and you buy it during like the holidays or something like if you're
1: yeah. You got a lot of money. I um, think it's definitely a good addition. I mean – It's
0: a good it's a good addition. I've, I wouldn't do MassageChairsDirect.com. No. Would
1: it be, no, it could be a part of a bigger store, but I don't think it's you something you're going to have a, a totally niched-down store on Massage Chairs. Yeah. Besides Kindle books, are there other passive profits that you can help build, for example, like an Etsy store? Okay. Again, Kindle books are not totally passive. We sold our Kindle business actually pretty recently for – over $300,000, I think, because, you know, how much you, you had to put in work to make the new books. You know, it's not, nothing is like a hundred, a hundred, like the the ROI on it is high once you get it rolling. But again, there's no sort of push button thing that's going to give you like totally
0: passive. Only stocks. Right. Only stocks can, can your income go up that drastically and you're literally doing nothing. Well, if you're trading regularly, you're probably doing a lot. I'm just saying, like, a stock is the only thing. All right, I put $100 into this stock. I put $100 into Amazon in the 90s, and right. then you just, you just sit back. Right. That's the only way you can get there. With Kindle, yes, it was great because we put the books up, and they made a lot of money. But every month, even if it was even if it was four hours a month I had to put in to go and make new books, that was still a process. And four hours is not just four hours. It's like our dad says, you know, I can't buy, I can't buy a hundred. Uh, what is it? I can't buy, uh, can't buy $200. I can't, one 100, yeah, I can't <laughs> even buy $200. Yeah. 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 hundred dollars. I, <laughs> I can't even buy $50 with a hundred dollars. So with the idea there is that even if something takes me four hours a month, I have, I still have to switch gears from whatever I was doing to go and work those four hours. So now it's, it's breaking up my productivity to do other things. Right. So, and this is maybe getting a little bit too ahead, but it's like once you start to get to a higher level of, um, you know, you know how to reliably produce income, you now have to start thinking about how do I allocate my time properly so that every hour I'm putting in is getting the most return. Right. This is like the
1: Jessica stream. I'm okay with partially passive. I'm asking if you have any other passive products to sell in addition to Kindle. Well, we make blogs and content sites and that's part of what we teach with the high ticket drop shipping um, in our high-ticket dropshipping course, and we get we have a, a blog course that is is bundled with it, and that's for a very specific reason, is yeah. because we also build content sites that make money through affiliate marketing, they make money through showing advertisements, but it's all ties back to the search engine marketing, the skill of being able to get traffic through search engines. Once you get the traffic through the search engines, it comes in consistently. It doesn't matter if you're selling a product on there, you know, or promoting someone else's product, or just showing display advertisements for a, a product or for a keyword that has no commercial intent. The point is you're getting consistent traffic over and over and over again through search engines, and that is the most passive thing there is because you don't have to go out yeah. all the time and find the traffic and worry about buying a package with this marketing company or creating the new viral uh, TikTok or doing yeah. the dance.
0: like. But each of those... Like, whether it's Kindle, whether it's blogging, and I'd say, like, the low um, competition blogging stuff is really the best. It's like the new Kindle in terms of just passive and easy. Um, Even that, it takes time. You have to do things before it's passive. Like, she said four hours a month beats 40 hours a week. I was putting in probably... 20 to 40 hours a week when I started Kindle, because I needed to figure it out. I needed to do that in order to quit my job. And then once I quit my job, I needed to do that in order to not have to go back to my job. So I was willing to put in as many hours as it took to make that happen. It was only after a long time of just mastering it, then I was able to back off and let it be four hours a week. And that's the, that's, or four hours a month. That's the point. Is that none of these things are gonna be like instantly passive, right? Instantly making money on autopilot. Right. We give you the best, I mean, I feel like we give you the best instructions
1: that there are, but like at the end of the day, you're gonna to have to do work up front to make it work, to, to make it happen.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's why I think we come here and talk about this stuff is because we were so willing to put in the time to make something happen that when you watch someone's video and they're talking about some. AliExpress shit or like uh, some bullshit business model, it's such a waste of your time to have to put in all this mental energy and waste all this time to do something that isn't going to benefit you or even work at all. Yeah. At least what we teach, if, even, if, even if it takes you a year to actually start getting some semblance of results, which would be a really long time, you could still use that and apply that over the next 5 to 10 years of your life and make yeah. that time back uh, in spades.
1: Which four niches you recommend for us for beginners? <laughs> You're like frantically typing this. I mean, we have tons of uh, high ticket dropshipping product videos. We actually just filmed another one, but uh, I, I would get away from the mindset of focusing on like you have to pick. Yeah, the, the viewers are going up and up and up. I don't. I, I don't believe this. I would get out. I would get out of the mindset of you have to pick the the you know niches right out of the gate. You know the perfect niche. Keep adding more products to your store, advertise them, and see how well it
0: works. And make sure you have a good um,
1: ad strategy. Make sure your ad structure is good.
0: If you got mini splits and massage chairs, I mean, you're 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 good. Just give it a give it the old college try. I if you have mini split suppliers, I guarantee you can make sales for them. Yeah. So if you're not making sales with those yet, then it's not. There's not another niche that you need. So, 8K uh, India, can we sell at a bit higher price if the profit margins really suck? Well, the issue is there. If you're selling at a higher price than everyone else, no one's going to want to buy from you. I got a stretch. All right, do a, do a stretch. Oh, my God. The lumbar is a sciatica. Been sitting in these, we've been sitting in these chairs for a while. I know. Nick wants to get out of here. I'm getting tight. Yeah. Yeah, I can feel it oh, in my... fuck, my... I think I just... <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> what do you guys think of Dave Fogarty? Do you know uh, what that is? I don't
1: know. Nick, pull that up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't know.
0: Uh, Nick is pulling it up. I bought a business for a billion dollars. What? It's a lot of zeros. Just don't put the sound on. Let me just see. See, this is the videos we got to make. Ten million dollars. He bought a business for. Uh I can't uh, really I don't know. say good much. for him. I mean, he looks like a good YouTuber. Yeah. See, this is this is how we got to get.
1: Yeah, our editing is
0: uh, not as good as this guy's. He's uh, good. At, he's good I'll at, give it to him. Man. He, yeah, he's doing it right. Oh, I think he like sold some brand or something. Well, yeah, good for him. Seems legit, but I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know uh, what you can learn from from someone like that. Not, not that he doesn't have anything to teach, and he's not knowledgeable, but. Yeah, it seems like he's making those videos for the the fun of it, for the the, the brand building stuff. I mean, let's just say, say I he, wish I could make videos like that. Yeah. So
1: to be honest, looks like Joni. Ah, yeah. To be honest, I mean, we haven't sold a business for ten million dollars, or we haven't bought a business for ten million dollars. We haven't sold a business for ten million dollars. Yeah. So. We we probably will sell one of our high ticket drop shipping stores for a couple million, um, but to that point. I feel like if you're in the space of uh, – if you're buying and selling businesses for tens of millions, I feel like it's going to be very hard to relate to someone like Jessica. No
0: offense because Even you know, we're finding it hard to relate.
1: Yeah. And oh, something a... just closed. No data.
0: <sighs> Excellent action. That
1: was weird. Yeah. So it's going to be hard to relate to someone like Jessica who's really in the beginning stages and really it's probably going to be hard to take advice from someone like that and like have it be actionable to you if you're really
0: in the beginning stages. Yeah, it's like reading a book from like a billionaire. They're never going to be yeah. able to tell you those little things you have to do to get from 0 to $3,000 a month. No. They can set like a nice frame of mind for the journey and keep you focused on, you know, a particular path, but there's never going to be the particulars in there. You yeah. need some sort of. Uh... Take Mark Cuban, for example. Yeah.
1: Mark Cuban sold a business, uh, some radio thing for like a billion dollars back in the back, whatever, when. So at this point, Mark Cuban doesn't need to know anything about the particulars of Google ads or online marketing or something. And, right. and the stuff he I've seen him sh- say on Shark Tank, it's pretty clear that he doesn't know the individual, you know, the particular ins and outs. Mm hmm. Um, he probably couldn't – okay, so I'm trying to th- – I don't want to say this because I don't want to sound like I'm insulting Mark Cuban's business expertise because I'm not. But I don't think he would be able to sit and create a high-ticket dropshipping store by himself at this point with no team around him. He has the resources to just hire the, the the best people, and he that's probably what his main skill set is now.
0: Yeah, of course. And understanding and the business at the highest level possible. Yeah, and that, that's where his expertise is at, is at a much more macro level. Yeah. Because for him, setting up a high-ticket dropshipping store to do what? To make $10,000 a month? What does that get him? It gets him nothing. Right. So, I, yeah, I would hope that that's, like, not something uh, he's able to do just because he he needs to focus his energy elsewhere. Right. Anyway, we are at about an hour and ten. What happened?
1: I don't know. I think we should call it. I hope. Uh...
0: Yeah, they went up and then they're they're going back down. So why don't we end it on a, a decent note here? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, if people still have questions, we have a whole free web class that details our entire structure of how we build websites, how we structure our portfolio, how we
1: build a million dollars in online
0: assets. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, sorry. Zero
1: Buildassetsonline.com. Slash playbook is uh, where you should go.
0: Buildassetsonline.com slash playbook. First uh, live stream in the new studio in the books. And as always, guys, take it easy. Thanks for listening to the Build Assets Online podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget, subscribe, share, and leave us a rating on whatever platform you might be listening from. And if you're ready to learn how to build your own online business portfolio, start now by visiting buildassetsonline.com slash playbook. We'll see you in the next episode.